It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number eight, The Three Doctors, with special guest Ryan Quintel. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a jelly, baby? All right, welcome to the old Doctor Who show, the show where Dan and Eric review old Doctor Who episodes. I'm your host, Eric Grissom, and I'm joined as always by Dan Johnson, your other host. Dan Johnson. That's me. Special episode today. We have a guest in the house, or not in my house. If we have a guest in my house, I have trouble. I'm in all houses. He's in in a house. Let's just just say he's in a house. All right. Ryan Quintel. Am I pronouncing your name right? That's correct. Yes! That's correct. I'm very good at this. (laughs) You'll find I'm very good at this podcast. You you weren't baited by the A. Not Quintel. Quintel. Right. Well, thank you for being on the show. We're now all bound in blood. I'm excited to be here. 2015 Doctor Who show reboot, gritty reboot. <laughs> it's very exciting, too, because this is our, for fans of Symmetry, this is our eighth episode. We've done four black and white, four color, and now we have Ryan. Yeah, so we have, like we have it was meant to be. We have three hosts, and the episode is three doctors. This keeps going. I was going to say, yeah, deep. I'm the third doctor. This I'm only going to be available via uh, television. This yeah, yeah, you're the you're, you're Hartnell, <laughs> right. clearly. All right, so before we get into it, we do have a little bit of business because this is secretly uh, my Trojan Horse Twin Peaks podcast that I <laughs> maybe should be doing. But since we did, we talked last time, we talked about David Lynch coming back. Yeah. He is back. Yes. So I like to think that we had a little hand. We had a lot to do with that. that. I think, yeah. yeah. He's a big fan of the podcast. He's been writing me a lot. I mean, it's getting a little annoying, but whatever. Just all caps. It's all caps, streaming emails, no punctuation. It's no punctuation, stream of consciousness. All right, so anything else? No. I just said we we had to say that. We had to mention that. We owe it to our fans. People with bated breath saying, you guys did it. I was actually listening to the last episode, and I was like, wow, everything Dan is saying in this episode is being invalidated by the current internet. Yeah. (laughs) He was just like, no, Lynch is definitely out. He's definitely out. You guys are like, it's not going to happen because Lynch isn't involved. And then I was just like, but that was like three weeks ago that like Lynch was like, no, no, I'm, I'm definitely in. Dude, it's, it's timey-wimey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so we in. We're going to do the three uh, doctors now. You ready for the transfer to the show? Yeah, well, let's hit it. Show, show clip. Hit the button. Hang on, now since you're going to do a button here anyway. No, man, I hit the button. I you, made did, the I, you did this. You just now I we're in. Now we're in. We've already thrown it, Dan. We're in. We're None in the of middle of the package. We're going to drop in. We all didn't right, actually we'll like introduce Ryan. We didn't introduce Ryan at all. I'm fine. Well, oh, we, we didn't. didn't. Ryan, <laughs> where are you? We did skip over you, Ryan. We, I got so excited. We had a guest. <laughs> I know. You're like, we have a guest. Let's do the show. Not yeah. to mention who the guest was. I so, mean, Ryan's I, my father. I am. Why don't we? So, so let's reset for a second. I'm so happy you came home, Dad. I'm I'm so glad to see you again, son. Do we want when, to right, right, home, Dad? I don't know when. Right now, right, Dan, Dan you are correct. Yeah, uh, I know. that was rude of us, Ryan. You also have a podcast yourself, correct? 
Yes, I uh, I have the Save As Games podcast where I, I get to I have no right emailing uh, big video game companies and uh, small video game companies and, and talking to them about how they make their games and nerding out about video game stuff. But the other thing I'm a big nerd uh, about is is Doctor Who, and that's that's thanks to um, co-host here Dan Johnson. Yeah, that's right. So Ryan and I uh, work about 15 feet away from each other. And uh, when the Who was in its full reboot, and I, I was talking about it incessantly to anyone who would listen, which was no one, because mm-hmm. really no one was really into it. But finally, Ryan jumped on board. And when you jumped in, you went hard. You yeah. did. You flew through. So I started at the Ecclesons. Yeah. And you, you haven't watched any before this. You haven't really watched any classic Who, right? It was all the reboot stuff. No, but the, I'm a big Star Trek fan, and like they were doing like 24 episode seasons, so I was very willing to accept into my life a one hour a piece uh, sci fi serial show. Mm-hmm. Now, so Ryan, is the Three Doctors your first? It's my first old episode yes, you've ever is. seen. <laughs> yes. Okay, <laughs> and it's kind uh, of a, the good way in. It, yeah. it, yeah. It's good, and it, it also it activated me to the secret subtitle of your show, Two White Men Discussing Racism and Sexism in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is. And I have more notes about that. In this there's going to be more, folks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Joe Grant. All right. What we got? I got it. Let's not blow that yet. Okay. You can kick it into the clip now. You've, you've All done right, your, so let's your do job. it. We're going back into the time tunnel here. Yep. Enjoy the editing, Eric. help himself. Show me the doctor's time stream, the section for his earlier self before he changed his form. It cannot allow him to cross his own time stream, apart from the enormous energy it would need. The first law of time expressly forbids him to meet his other self. I am aware of that, Your Excellency, but this is an emergency. But you can't. Your Excellency, I have to. Be it on your own head. That's odd. Nobody touched anything, did they? No. no. Well, you heard it, though, didn't you? Yes, and felt it, too. Could it be that stuff outside? No, I don't think so. I don't know. What's this? Oh, it seems strangely familiar. Is it yours, Joe? Flute? No. Well, properly speaking, it's a recorder. Thank you. <gasps> I was wondering where that had got to. You haven't been trying to play this, have you? Oh, I can see you've been doing the TARDIS up a bit. Hmm. I don't like it. Oh, my word. All right, so we're back with The Three Doctors. 1972, this is the first serial of season 10 and the show's 10th anniversary special. It's written by Bob Baker and Dave Martin. We all love Dave Martin, right? Directed by Lenny Main. I have no idea who Dave Martin is. Previous. All right, quick quick synopsis here. We've got a faster-than-light signal of energy that's sent to Earth from inside a black hole, Dan. Mm -hmm. The signal now becomes a weird blob of antimatter whose task is to find the Doctor and transport him back to the source of the energy. The Time Lords are also under attack from the same source. They've got no options left, so they decide to break the first law of time and allow the Doctor to meet his former selves. They unite the first, second, and third Doctor and t- together. They have to figure out a way to stop the mysterious force behind the attacks. Well that's, said. That's that, that sounds about right. Yeah, that's a great I think that's the, that's the one I watched. 
Yeah, that's like that I from took a MDB? I'm kind of hanging up the wall. What's that, Brian? I'm oh, sorry. Uh, I said, is that from MDB? That is a little bit of that, a little bit of Wikipedia, a little bit of uh, Googling. These are homemade synopses you're writing? Yeah. This is incredible. Yeah. Home- yeah. Production yeah. 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 Production yeah. Yeah. Put them together. <laughs> All right, so we will. We usually start, Dan, with your opinion. I do no longer care about your opinion, nope. Dan. I don't even have one. Right to Ryan. Do not care. Right to the new, wow. new blood here. What do you do this? Uh... Well, I think a lot of my reaction to this episode is the reaction to seeing the first really classic Doctor Who thing. Of yeah. like I I was looking at that for that uh that effect of this sort of colored blob thing and going, Is my T V broken? do I have all the pixels burnt on my television? Um but once I kind of accepted where the state of technology was and the um gratuitous use of blue screen, let's call it that. Hey, well uh hold up, I take issue with that because the last episode we watched that was the yeah, this, ultimate use of blue yeah, screen. They, there was, there was yeah, good. They toned it down a little bit. Yeah, I heard <laughs> they, they blue screen the kitchen. Is that, is yeah. that the case? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, well, the, the wife going into the kitchen was the best use of blue screen possible. We're not going to paint right. a set. We're just going to put it up on a blue screen. I got to say, I, I liked this episode. Uh, the, I, I mean, I don't know how soon we can start talking about the bad guy in it. Omega. <laughs> yeah, that took me a while to figure out what they were saying. I actually had to look up... Uh, what they were saying. I had to look for a synopsis because Omega yeah. means nothing. I thought they were saying Oh My God yeah. at first. Omega. 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 Makes sense. Brits don't know what you're talking about. Um, what a costume. Oh so, my gosh. I actually really like the costume. I, I yeah. want to see Omega again in like a new Who episode. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be cool. And I, I did like how it all tied in with like this uh, this guy is the reason why they have time travel, and he's sort of, you know, he's broken or died sort of twice mm-hmm. in order to provide this sustained energy source for the time lords to have access to this stuff. Um, time yeah, lords... that was really a, a really cool amount of world building they were doing in this episode. That I mean, just stuff that they've hinted at maybe even in the current season, like the fact that they do draw their energy from uh, a black hole. I think they've mentioned in the current series. But uh, that there was this character who, sac- who unintentionally sacrificed himself to do this, to provide them. That, that was pretty amazing. Yeah. What did you think? No, I mean, yeah, his whole, like, story, the fact that he is the savior of everyone and then he becomes their worst nightmare, their worst enemy. It was just a, such a cool character, you know, as far as, like, him being an antihero and everything. And also, like, just the fact that the dark side of Omega's you know, mind or brain is some kind of like S and M sex goblin. <laughs> they had, like, whatever was going on there, that was clearly like one of my favorite parts ever. But yeah. Now you what have was to the was that fight. the walking acne that you're referring to? Because there was the like the acne the sex, waddling no, the eyeball sex go- things. Yeah, no, the eyeball things were sort of his minions. So they were like the they look like uh, they were Jello like molds like made with or something. Yeah, yeah, right. But you're no, great with crab arms. That shot lasers. Yes. Yeah. That shot lasers. Much out of, later out of in pause. Wait, which is to say, because he's Omega's in this this black hole and everything that is there is out of his own mind, he came up with them. Like that yeah. was a conscious decision to have crab claws that shoot laser beams. He actually had to think this yeah, well, what could I, maybe they have guns? No, 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 not guns. No. No. <laughs> Lobster claws. Yes. Do you think 
to, to back it up even before Omega, I mean, you start out, we start out with that weird guy, Mr. Hollis, who's like the game where it's like a wildlife sanctuary. Yeah. But he God never his puts name. his gun down. He's just wandering out with, with his gun. The entire he episode. Finds that weird, like, that weird giant condom and a car battery, like some sort of party has been going on in this situation. And he's like, yeah, Damn, you know, kids. what's up? Then you get uh, Professor Tyler, who I could talk about the entire time. That's the mustache scientist guy. Oh, yeah. Who finds it. Who's like showing off his, you know, it's his cosmic energy um, detector from that weird, you know, condom sex party thing. And then he's just showing like x-rays that were clearly from someone that went to that party. You know what, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? Hey guys, we found, we found Ralph's keys. They're, uh, they're in a really <laughs> awkward place. Yeah, it was, very, it was very funny. And I just love to like... Um, with Professor Tyler, like, he starts bragging about how great the cosmic equipment is. <laughs> and he makes a point of saying, like, it's, like, the best equipment between, like, here and, and Cape Kennedy, which yeah. is the ocean. Like, there's, there's the, there's the, <laughs> yeah, I guess he's got not a lot, like, you know. And he's, he's a-holes in Guam got nothing on him. Right. He spends a whole episode where they sort of just humor him the whole time as well. Yeah. Where he's like, oh, how does this work? I'm like, yeah, we'll, we'll tell you later. And they never tell him later. Well, let's, and, and let's. There's a great moment too in that whole scene where the doctor requests a uh, silicon module uh, yeah. to stir his coffee. To stir his coffee. Yeah, that was a good, <laughs> good taking down of. Uh, was 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 that to uh, Leftwich? They asked him for. I can, think can so. you help me something? Yeah, hand me that silicon rod. Brigadier Leftwich. Oh. Everyone's so, okay. sort of walking around talking like this, doctor, the whole time. You've got <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, the, you, Ryan, the, the, to, to jump back to the Mr. Hollis, though, he, he he spends the whole time throughout the episode just sort of popping up and play. Like, there he is behind a hill. Here he is on, like, an x-ray. Like, yeah. he's not really... Like, did he win a contest? the 10th anniversary, one lucky fan. Yeah, you'll watch, like... Yeah, you'll watch like 40 minutes, all of a sudden they'll just pan over. He's, he's like crouching behind a hill. You're like, oh yeah, that guy's still a part of this story. He probably wanted to be an actual character in the show, but when they cast him, they were like, he's just got a great pop face. He's got a great face. Yeah. And I did... Of... <laughs> this yeah. is visual humor for the people at home. Right. I did, I did, did read that, uh, you know, Hartnell, who is the third Doctor, and we'll, we should probably get into some of the main plots was very sick at the time that they were making this right so i imagine a lot of rewriting was happening like there's the character of um was it corporal benton yeah i believe they added because he was going to be jamie they were gonna have to actually bring jamie back for this oh wow but the actor couldn't do it or whatever and i was like that was a blown opportunity they could have gotten zoe back or even better um they could have gotten susan back because if they're not oh, that would have been amazing. Hartnell, they could have had Susan representing the first season. But it seems like there was probably a lot of rewriting in this episode yeah. that happened to make up for the fact that Hartnell, you know, was so sick. Yeah. Well, And now Hartnell just... is the doctor that I saw exclusively on the TV. Yeah, that's the first doctor. So let's just jump back a little bit, Ryan, since you haven't actually seen any of the previous episodes of the doctors. What did you think of the doctors that you did see? I mean, we, we're, we're in the third, we're in the season with the third Doctor right now. Yeah. The third um, Doctor seems a little stuffy, doesn't he? Yeah. I think the, the second Doctor seemed kind of whimsical with yeah. his recorder sort of <laughs> <laughs> rocking around and that haircut, which... That bowl cut is <laughs> real nice. The, the bowl cut. And also, like, uh, 
is it has it been like 30 years since we've seen the second doctor because he is he's looking old underneath that jet black wig oh the second doctor <laughs> he, yeah none the of them were very young to begin with when they had their own when they were yeah and it, yeah right and at this time it's been a number of seasons since it's been at least three or four seasons i think since yeah. the last second doctor episode yeah and i will say he looks way more mo like in color um than he, <laughs> than he does in black and white it was like it was yeah. like you turning the light on in a room you're like oh okay all right well that's where this is like the bbc just like figuring out their color game isn't it yeah well they had color but um for some reason the time lords on gallifrey didn't every every computer monitor or every tv monitor was in black and white i think they may have been in the past it's an aesthetic choice it's an aesthetic choice um, so, but there was a, a mention whenever, whenever the first doctor's on the monitor for the first time, and he mentions he's stuck in this with a dandy and a, and a clown, which was a nice little nod to both of those characters. That's really what, that sums up those two characters, um, kind of in a yeah, quick Yeah, that, that was a really great line. The, the second doctor had a lot of really cool sort of funny lines. Like, at one point, he's like, he needs to feed the, uh, antimatter creature, uh, useless information, and he asks, like, where, you know, if anyone has a TV handy. Right. I thought that oh, was yeah. a good one. Didn't he, he offer somebody a jelly? Didn't he offer Brigadier yeah. Leftwich a jelly baby? Yeah. yeah he did. Yes. <laughs> That's something I yep. always associate with uh, Tom Baker, but I guess that was... Uh, yeah, yeah, wonder. that really becomes his sort of staple. Yeah. Well, you've been fiddling with it, haven't you? It was perfectly all right until you touched it. Now, if only you'd leave things to me. If we were to leave things to you, my dear fellow, we'd be in a fine pickle, wouldn't we? Well, Look, you lost the image, not I me. I did not lose the image. I it faded. You saw it. Look, look. It both of you. Own... Look. Ah, there you are. I seem to be stuck up here. Hmm? Hmm? Oh, so you're my replacements. A dandy and a clown. Have you done anything? Well, we've uh, assessed the situation. Just as I thought. <laughs> Nothing. Well, it's not easy, you know. Not as if we knew what that stuff is. No. Then I'll tell you. It's a time bridge. We talked a little bit about the first Doctor, and it's kind of nice that he's here, even though his role is so diminished. Mm -hmm. But at least mm -hmm. with him here, they have him. He's sort of the one that figures out that that blob of antimatter is actually, um, you know, a bridge between the two realities. Right. Um, and then they, he's got a, he comes a little bit at the end and he uses their power to, to come, you know, so them to figure out how they're going to defeat Omega. Yeah. But so what do you, what'd you think of their little telepathic party they were having? With um, the really, yeah, really... The, like the, the seizure inducing thing, uh, or yeah. fan, fans at home, <laughs> need, like, so many needlessly, yeah, children all over Britain were just convulsing. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> um, I actually, uh, I have a writer in my contract, um, that says on the Doctor Who website page, uh, I think I want a gif of all three of us that I'll just, I can make the gif. If we want to do that little telepathic, I think we're gonna need to have that on shut the... so tight. <laughs> yeah, um... we'll do that in the old Doctor Who show. <laughs> dot com. Great, that um, works for me. Yep. Uh, so Dan, what do you think overall? Overall, I think it's a really good episode. We got we got a lot going on. I think um, each of the Doctors was very much like of their own essence. Like the second Doctor was 
clever but disarming, and like I said, he's a clown. But he was, he was really playing that up the whole time through. Um, I, Pertwee, I liked a lot in this episode. The Third Doctor, I I thought he was um, much uh, less uh, like cold and and gruff as, than he has been in, in previous episodes. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, Hartnell was it was nice. It it, it obviously kind of could have been so much better had he been in better health yeah. and be able to actually participate more. But they used him really well. He was able to, you know, as, in terms of plot, being able to have him be the go-between with uh, Gallifrey and coming back and, and working with the doctors. I think it was really, uh, <clears throat> veering off the answering the question, but I think it was really interesting that they, the other two doctors, respected him the most. It's like basically whatever the first doctor says we're going to do. Even though like, technically he is much younger than them and has much less experience. But anytime he had a suggestion, they were like, "Yeah, all right, this is what he wants us to do. Let's give it a shot." So, seemed a little little strange, but um, no. Overall, I think it was really great. Uh, the The costuming and set decoration was fantastic. It was so cheesy. That fur coat. That fur coat, though. No. <laughs> Joe in her. Oh man, the first time you see her, she's in that blue micro mini skirt with thigh high boots. I mean, yeah. that well, is the first time a you... symbol of female empowerment, is what you got. The first time you see her, she's serving drinks to all the fellas. <laughs> I mean, she's one of the only female characters in the show, and the only time you see her, first time she walks on screen, she's like, who wants something? What, do you, what can I guys get you from the kitchen? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. right, okay. saying, I can't confirm or deny, but I think she is the only female species on the planet, according to that show. Oh, no, what, no, there's one woman at the end. There also is like... Mrs. Hollis oh. is there. Hollis <laughs> is yep. like, where were you? And right. he's like, ah, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, that, it's the woman. same thing as, too. It's, right, it's a spearhead from space. It's like the old, uh, um, uh, some crazy old dude in the woods who gets kidnapped, and he's yelling at his wife all the time about, get, get me something. Is that what all of the, the British countryside is like? It's just <laughs> it's old people who hate each other stuck in a loveless so marriage? Andy caps everywhere. Just Andy caps everywhere. <laughs> well, you can't fight him. He's, he's just wielding the largest gun I have ever seen. But doing nothing. Yeah, and with he, it. and he, he's in an animal sanctuary. Like, oh, that's the other thing. It's like there's great use of signs, especially in the beginning. Wildlife like, sanctuary. At, at Wildlife sanctuary. And he's just this crazy dude with a gun. And also unit headquarters, secret unit headquarters, and they got the giant sign that's like, hey, here's where all the secrets are, guys. I absolutely love it. Because right here. Not five minutes before that, Leftwich was saying that this is top secret. You can't just wander around in here. Cut to big sign on the main road. He Yeah, speaking of the brigadier, I mean, I thought he was great this whole episode. Like he was at his most disinterested and pissed off at everyone. And even at the end, like there there's this great moment where the doctor you think is going to sacrifice himself um, mm-hmm. and the brigadier sort of salutes him but he's not even making eye contact the brigadier's sort of looking at the ground it's like this half-assed salute that he's like yeah whatever like I don't know if the actor was having an off day that day or if he was just like you know F yeah. this noise I, I do have problems with that actor a bit I mean he's he's so British but in such a fake British way seemingly every time he's, he's giving a command he's kind of uh Looking up and off, uh, off to the side. Just everything's just very much just looking off to the side. And just I, I don't know, right. but he, but he had a, a yeah. real Rowan Atkinson thing going on in this episode. Like it almost felt like a spoof to me. Yeah, it was, he was parodying himself. But that mustache is that a fake mustache or is that a real mustache? That was government issued. <laughs> it's a top secret mustache. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, speaking of like looking off to the side too, like that was the one thing with William Hartnell. Like every time they would. 
You're like, he kept looking off to the side, like, am I done here? Like, can I, can I get <laughs> you got enough? You enough can material? I please go home? No? Okay. Yeah, what do I have to say now? Time bridge? Fantastic. <laughs> time bridge. I like all the, uh, any time that, like, that creature, the, uh, the antimatter swallowing creature was sort of mm-hmm. expanding or shrinking, and they, like, it's clearly being superimposed right on top of the whole scene. Wait, what? <laughs> and, uh, the actors almost have a, like, okay, and, and so he's, he's on the left? Okay, and so I'm scared of the left. Okay, great. That's great. You have the like, assistant director just, like, shaking a can of coins off to the side to get their attention. at this point, probably oh, the director doesn't even know how it's going to work. He's like, yeah, they do. They get some crayons and they make the whole thing happen. Um, I have I have something, uh, because I am a steward of, of uh, different thinking for you guys being a guest on this show. I'm going to retcon my way into your imaginations. Dr. Tyler... Right. First of all, who is sold to us of being a scientist by writing E equals MC squared? He really did. He really did in the sand. Well, that's true. He's like, well, e equals MC squared. Well, that's true. Everyone. These that. are still letters and symbols together. Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> Which actually also drew to my attention that he looks a lot like Albert Einstein. So, like, they're really selling you science with this guy. Yeah. But uh, yeah. he we, he has to be safe, right? And we got to get him home because he. Uh, his wife is is pregnant, and they just found out it was a girl, and they're naming the girl Jackie. Jackie Tyler. How sick is that? Do you see oh, what I'm doing with God. you right now? Oh, I didn't get it until just I, now. That's amazing. Time is a flat circle. I get you. I get you. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Wait, wrong podcast. Time is not a flat circle. I li- time yeah, is time you want. Time you Right. While we're talking about that guy, too, when he's after he's bragging about having the most uh, impressive cosmic energy equipment this side of the you know atlantic <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. you don't even know he he says that he's shown them to everyone the yanks and the other lot <laughs> who are the other lot and then he, after he says that the doctor's like oh really like every other country like, showed oh, it to come them on. come on guys you know america and you know the other guys <laughs> right and the rest the... yeah i showed it to Standing the yanks and cooler, the browns the, uh, black hole universe oh so there was a, a moment uh well, I mean, is this the first time? Does anyone know? Is this the first time we're actually seeing the the Time Lords or seeing Gallifrey? Because it was my first time seeing it, and you never forget your first time. Oh, yeah, in, I, in, I assumed in this, that in this it was a original run thing. Because the first time seeing Gallifrey, did you say? Yeah, seeing seeing the Time Lord. I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming that we're actually on Gallifrey. So, yeah. I'm not sure where we were, but I'm assuming this Gallifrey. Right. I don't think so because I believe maybe i mean i didn't see it. i don't think we saw it we as far as our run but like with the the last episode of the second doctor when they take everything away from him oh that must be... they probably yeah that's showed... true that's right so uh ryan you may have missed this unless you because you're a super fan and listen to every episode of this podcast mm-hmm. uh but this doctor what his his conundrum he's uh stuck on earth um and unable the oh, tardis is broken Yep, yeah, Taurus because is he gets uh, he gets rewarded at the end of, of saving all this. He gets mm-hmm. his uh, what is it called? The his dematerialization circuit back yes. and yeah, the, and the memory and knowledge of how to use it. A right. fresh ass dematerialization circuit. So does that mean how how was the TARDIS traveling? If they didn't have the circuit, because it happens a couple times. Well, they're, it gets swallowed, doesn't it? It does get swallowed, but then whenever they're in, I guess it's because they were in the black hole universe and. Omega moved it for them. Okay. He actually is the Omega. But it didn't just do the whole, like, poof, it's there sort of thing, like all the monsters appearing. It actually did the full materialization 
thing, which was great because you hadn't seen that with Pertwee. Well, Omega was not making it move. Omega was making it summon, was, was making it do its little time. He can do anything there. He can make monsters with claws. (laughs) One of my favorite examples, he goes, Doctor, here, anything is possible. And then he just summons a little chair for the Doctor to sit. (laughs) (laughs) Like like a chair. He was just like, oh, all right, a chair. (laughs) And he summons, like, like on purpose, like a really little chair for the Doctor. Like, he's got a big (laughs) chair, and he's like, I've made you a smaller version. It should have been like a preschool chair. He just really can't quite (laughs) get it. Just a really, so uncomfortable. I thought it was. I mean, uh, overall, I, I think it was. Uh, it was a. Good, it was a. Gr- I thought it was a great story. Like the whole uh, Omega business with him disappearing too, as far as that world eating away at his whole being, and the only thing that's left is his rage and his his will. His will was keeping um, him there. But, but I, the thing is, uh, yeah. So he's sitting there. The the two of the doctors uh, are with him. They're going to sacrifice themselves, uh, seemingly, and Omega wants them to lift up his the visor on his helmet. Oh, this yes. is a great moment. Which is great, which was really good. You had a nice reaction shot, it cuts away, and uh, then it reveals, he goes over to a mirror and looks, and, and Omega's actually gone, and yeah. so you, it's just his will that's left there. So what happens is they lift up the th- uh, lift up the helmet, see it, put it back down again, then Omega gets up and goes to the mirror and lifts it himself. He's never done this in 2,000 years that he's been trapped there. Dan's I don't... not vain. Right. <laughs> Right, he and, and, and that is protecting it. him. Like, the idea was that was slowing down sure. the forces that were destroying him as being, you know, It was just strange know, that he specifically matter. asked them to lift it up for him. But he all along could have just done it. It was, like, dumb. He, he, he didn't need the feather. Like, he didn't need the feather. He could fly all along. Right, but if you're going to if you got to lift that big, hel- heavy helmet like that and you're controlling two guys, you make the two guys do it. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and that well, was He's, great... like, hanging around with great people all day. He's got, you know... Right. Honestly, in terms of effects, too, that was actually a pretty good shot. Oh, it was, it was like, yeah. oh, good for you. It yeah. showed, like, the two doctors framed Be- in between the him. arms, and it was really nice. Yeah. I, I have a question, though, on the end of the story. Mm-hmm. So the three doctors get together, and they all combine their minds to figure out that they're going to use the, um, uh, the shield generator as some device that's going to somehow destroy... Omega. Yes. Now, while they're unhooking it, they see the uh, recorder. Yes. And they're like, oh, this is an even better idea. We can use this. And then that's what they use, and they explained it by having a piece of of matter collide with antimatter, and that controls Uh the explosion that destroys Omega, which releases everyone. What was the plan before they got Right, <laughs> you're right because that was the entire plan. That I, I, I think I lost some of that because I I was assuming the mind meld that they were doing, and it wasn't mind meld. Let's face it, uh, that was like hey, a, actually it was remembering a... where you left your keys, and then it was like oh the recorders in the shield generator. You just use that. But they were. No, you're yeah, right. They're they still surprised. Note. Yeah, yeah. They make a note of saying this is the shield generator. This is our idea, and then they see the recorder. And the second doctor's like, you can't do that. And he's like, I'm going to buy you a hundred of them. This is a better idea right. than the original one. And it makes sense, like, because that was trapped, so it still it mm-hmm. didn't get, you know, turned into antimatter friendly version yeah. of it makes everything sense else. In, in huge air quotes, it makes sense. How how did it get there? How did the recorder fall underneath the TARDIS and into? I, 
There's nooks and crannies on that thing. They dropped it so. right exactly. at some point in the beginning. There's coins under there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's the TV remote. Everything. <laughs> Just a skeleton, a skeleton of an old companion that he had forgotten about. <laughs> that's where Zoe that's why they couldn't. Oh, that's why they couldn't get Jamie on the show because the actor had gotten trapped oh, under there. It's a skeleton and They guilt. actually cut that it's whole like, scene out where it was the recorder and Jamie's skeleton trapped. Right. <laughs> Just, it's his, a skeleton hand just holding the recorder. <laughs> or it's like, like, the, like the Terminator hand. From the that explains the smell for the past three years. Oh, oh, God. God. I always thought she'd just sort of bug it off. Uh, I also, to like end the story, it's just a nice punctuation of like remembering the key, key themes of the time. This only other woman that we're ever introduced to, the wife of what's, what, Mrs. What's her name? Alice. The groundskeeper's wife. She doesn't need a name. She's... Alice. <laughs> The only thing, the only thing other than don't like, uh, you wouldn't believe me if I told you that this guy has to see when seeing his wife is, is supper ready. Yeah. <laughs> what, Joe didn't make him a snack? He almost said bitch. Uh, he almost. <laughs> the fact that Joe didn't pack him a light lunch for his trip home <laughs> is really disgraceful. Shame. Uh, after a hard day at the wildlife sanctuary where uh-huh. he was carrying his gun. It could have been anything, but no. They had... They're safe from everything except for Mr. Hollis. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's, right, so... overall, it was it was incredible. I agree with Ryan. This would be an amazing thing. Omega would be an amazing thing to bring back um, into the into the current series. Yeah, so maybe, if... maybe they have. Like, I didn't look up if he does another appearance. No, no, but I'm, t- you know, I'm, talking, a... I'm talking in the current series, in the 2005 series. Yeah, right. I'd, I'd love to see them. Seeing Capaldi go against Omega, two stuffy doctors. Oh, so okay, so where where does Capaldi fit among the doctors? Uh, because I I always felt that he was very much a first doctor, but now I'm seeing a lot of third doctor in him. What what say you? Have Ryan? you been re-listening? You've probably been re-listening to the podcast well, where yeah. I'm telling you that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how I fall asleep at night is I just listen to our podcast. Uh, yeah, I just kind of let it drip influence everything. Well, the I thing is, I, I recut the podcast and cut you out of it and just listen to myself. I know. But... I know. <laughs> it's a complex process. Uh, I feel a little bit like Omega myself right now. I haven't this like I'm going to have to go man. spend more time with the first Doctor, right? Because yeah. I, I've only seen him via TV where he looked very old and he wasn't – he was just kind of like, um, you two should stop fighting. And then kind of like – then then they didn't have the remote so they couldn't change the channel. So he had to just kind of walk off camera. <laughs> um, just see him wandering in the background for half yeah. an hour. Uh, but yeah, I could see Capaldi – I mean Capaldi sort of like weirdly dresses a little bit like some sort of uh, GQ version of this doctor. It's like yeah. not a tuxedo. But it is purpley. Mm-hmm. You know? And velvet, maybe? Vel- yeah, That's crushed cool. velvet. Which is very Clara. much a, a Pertwee thing. Clara, I'm wearing velvet now, Clara. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad the doctor could join us today. It's, it's good to be here. <laughs> Are you both PE teachers? <laughs> um, Wrong yeah, show. I, I actually, ruined your show. Pertwee really toned down the, the outfit in this one. Because previously it's been this big, flowy. Capes. Oh my gosh, he's just. Oh, and the cape. There was no cape. Yeah. But we did have Bessie, which was very good. We did, um, and I'm very happy that he's gotten the TARDIS back. Yeah. Per, uh, so, finally get to get off Earth. So that must have been, what, three seasons of of Earth and Unit? That feels yeah, like a Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, we, this one was season 10. Beginning of 10. And what was the first, first part we, season 7? You know we don't do our research on this show. 
I know. But that sounds well, about right. Those at home can can use the computer. Yep, and um, write us. But I think answer. it's been three seasons. I think it's three seasons on Earth. It's a whole. That's just a whole lot of being in one place and a whole lot of unit. <laughs> um, Speaking of it. Yeah, it's exactly a whole lot of unit, three seasons, and nobody's been inside the TARDIS before this. Like the yeah. Brigadier, the other guy, they're like, "Whoa, this is what's going no, no, no. on in here." No, remember, it's uh, hadn't they gone in before, and it was just the phone box. There was nothing. No, that must not be the case. No, I'm I'm misremembering. No, no, I'm misremembering because he, he had the whole thing where he was trying to fix it, and smoke came billowing out of it. Yeah, yeah. So we had uh, we had the two different uh, uh, unit guys going in. We had the Brigadier and uh, Benton. But it was great that Benton was right. just like, uh, yeah, it's, our, it's obvious that's bigger on the inside. So we've gotten that gag that's come back again right. in the current se- series. But, but yeah, he's one of the first Benton's to do it. been around. Yeah, Benton, I guess, has been around even before Pertwee because he knew the second Doctor. Right, right. They never got invited inside, like, hanging out, like, I'm going in here. It's like, all right, you guys are outside. You guys want to come in the TARDIS, get some, gr- some drinks? <laughs> it's a, a really small time. box. <laughs> You guys want to hang out? Benton was also in Terror of the Autons, and I don't remember him from that. But I get it said that he was in that episode. Yeah, he was. He was the other guy. He was the other main unit guy. That was Mike Yates. Oh, you're right. I thought it was the same guy. Benton okay. is a different guy. Yeah, no, uh, Mike Yates, who wasn't in this episode, so I don't know what happened yeah. to him between. My problem this is and all, to me, Autons. all British people look the same, so I really couldn't tell them apart. They actually kind of do. <laughs> They kind of do. If you're, if you're if you're being joking about that, I, I was, I, of course I was. I was timid on this point because I just like defer. I was like, Ryan's like whoa, 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 we get racist about English people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's let's crack it open. <laughs> let's let's call it like it is. We got race and uh, gender going. Um, but yeah, I was kind of not bringing up that point because I I was sort of timid about it because I was like maybe I just don't know something that that Eric and Dan know, which is. Yeah, I was like, how many, how much time has he spent with these people? Because they seem surprised to be in the TARDIS. Yeah, I don't know why they've never been in before. That's that's. Does the really doctor rude. sleep in the it's TARDIS? Did they think he was like hanging upside down like a bat, <laughs> just yeah. in the TARDIS? I, I like oh, the first time that they see the inside of the TARDIS is as soon as he gets it working again, and you know he's leaving. Yeah. So it's like they spent three years with this awesome device that they can't see, and they're like, oh yeah, check it out. We're leaving tomorrow. We're right. <laughs> No, no offer of like have. any of you want to check any of this out. I mean, you want to play with the buttons or anything? Nothing. <laughs> Guys, I'm doing a little remodeling in here. There might be a lot of noise, but just don't open the door. Just stay back. Yeah, yeah, very weird. But uh, yeah, good episode. Well, what did you think of the interior of the TARDIS too? This is uh, very cool. I yeah. thought it was very, uh, very stylish, and it looked um, it looked quite a bit like uh, Matt Smith's. Like season seven ish, season sixty seventy, mm-hmm. like halfway through. I, I at some point he got a new TARDIS, right? yeah, yeah, and like the panel, the sort of clean lines and all that stuff looked a lot like that. Yeah, um, it was less of the little fiddly bits all over the place that we had from. Yeah, it like was it, very clean thing, looking. The, yeah, it was very clean looking. And I really, um, really enjoyed that. It, it it seemed in a weird way. Um, almost more what I would expect from an, an advanced alien race than <laughs> sort of the junk box that uh, Eccleson and, and uh, Tennant have. Yeah. But you see a lot of the, the repeating elements. Like, it, it's definitely evolved. The, the very first time I go into the TARDIS um, in Unearthly Child, it's a very strange sort of setup that he's got in there. That's If you're going to go back and, and spend a little time with Hartnell, definitely check that one out. But Because um, you get the... Get him, 
I think as, as best there. But um, as yeah. a point of fact, should should. Me and all the fans of this show mm-hmm. be uh, listening to the episode, then watching it, or should we be watching the episode? You should then be hearing watching it? and then listening. Because spoiler alerts. <laughs> yeah, and then you can. It's less of us rambling. Well, we're still rambling, but at least you'll be able to follow the rambling a little bit better. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Because we don't really, we decided not to really kind of go linearly through it. So that's a totest hot tip. All right, so that puts um, anything else for anyone on this. Uh... Wonderful Three Doctors episode. Ryan, do you think you're going to watch more Classic Who? I think I'm going to check out more Classic Who, but maybe first I'll check out um, Twin Peaks so I can be on your new Twin oh, Peaks rewatch you podcast. you have to do yeah. that. Yes, you do have to do that. <laughs> uh, that. And then that'll be our new show. That'll be absolutely yeah, necessary. Get on that. Yeah. All right, so thank you again, Ryan, for... For taking part with us. Thank you for having me. Across the universe. Thanks for being our very first guest. Thanks for inviting yeah. me into the TARDIS right away. As do you want to? <laughs> Ten Ryan, do you want to give out your podcast info again? Yeah, you can go to saveusgames.com uh, and get. Uh, there's obviously just like this show, all the episodes for free. They're wonderful. Um, and uh, I'm at uh, Ryan Quintel on the Twitter because I do tweet. As I know, both of, don't you guys tweet? What are we your tweet tweets? A lot. How do you get your tweets? I am a I'm a at DanJNJ on the old Twitter machine, and I am at E Grissom on Twitter. Yep, and that's where you will find me. <clears throat> and you can also find this podcast on the old Doctor Who Show dot com and on iTunes. And now we're also on Stitcher. So if that's your bag. Mm-hmm. We've got you. I gotta get on Stitcher. All you, you Stitcher are, fans, welcome advanced. to the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very the lead right, on this so episode. We, um, good stuff, Dan. You have anything to plug? I cut, cut over. No, you. I don't. I, I have nothing going on. This is anything. all I live for every three weeks. So there's no plugs. No, I don't there's plug no anything. Plugs. What about you, Eric? What's going on with the book? Um, yeah, I could plug my Please book. Do. As uh, some of you know, that I'm writing comic books, or I have comic books written. And uh, one of them, it's called Dead Horse. It's a comic about a man who, who has nothing, who finds the key to everything. You can now go to deadhorsecomic.com and you can download the first two chapters for free. Um, that's for you, so I think you should check it out. If you're a fan of Twin Peaks, which we've mentioned, or even Doctor Who, I think you might like it. And if you do download the preview and you do dig it, you can actually go to my website, ericrissom.com and order the book and use the code T-O-D-W-S at checkout and that's going to get you 25% off. Hey, cheapskates, this one's for you. You can just take some money right off the, right out of the checkout. I'm literally and into your heart. closing our chat and going and doing that right now. You should absolutely do Because that. I'm so excited See? for it. Thank you. This is very good. All thanks right. for having All me, right. guys. I really thanks appreciate for, it. Thanks for joining us. Thank you again, Ryan. So join us in three weeks on June 24th when Dan and I review Carnival of Monsters. You can find that story on Netflix, Hulu Plus, and iTunes. Awesome. All right. See ya. Peace. I am he, and he is me. We are all together, good, good, can you?